Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to the podcast. I'm thrilled that you've chosen to download and listen to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. My name is Dan Carson. I'm the director of Student Ministry Matters. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about some important things that we need to focus in on. You know, over the last, well, the last year, it's just been rough. I know it's been rough. You've been looking for what you can do with your students and how you can stay connected to them. And I just want to say that you're doing it. You're staying connected. You are doing the work that God has called you to do. So I want to encourage you with some positive words there. Uh, but, but think about it. You've had to give up camps. You've had to give up conferences, conventions, uh, just all sorts of things. And you're not alone. Your students have had to give up several things. I think about the seniors who, the seniors of 2020 and probably the seniors of 2021, who've had to give up things like prom, football games, concerts, different activities because because of this crazy thing called COVID. Now, I know that you are at a place where you're wondering what to do next. At least that's where I find myself. What do I do next in this process of trying to figure out student ministry during these weird and difficult days? At the very beginning, we we immediately launched and started doing some things on social media, and we did some Zoom calls, and man, everybody's like, oh, we can do this. We're going to make it. And then those things just kind of fell flat, and they kind of disappeared. And I would teach Sunday schools. We're still recording those and sharing them uh, digitally so that our students can see that on Wednesdays. I give a little word for Wednesday, and it's a very brief thing that I do on Instagram, but that's not the same as being there with your students. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. But don't, don't give up. God has something special for you, and God has something special for your students, and He's working through you in these weird and difficult days, and He needs you to be there for them. And so I would just encourage you, exhort you to to keep going as you find difficulty. Now, one of the things that I've found over these months and over these, uh, well, just a year, hopefully we're going to get things back to a semi-normal place in the coming days, but One of the things that it's allowed me to do is to really kind of narrow down and focus, okay, what does student ministry need to look like in my life? As I've shared before, guys, I am 48 years old. I am a grandpa when it comes to student ministry. Now, I'm not a grandpa in real life. Uh, My kids are both still in college. (laughs) Hopefully, it's going to be a few years before I have a little grandbaby running around. Uh, But man, it is so fun. Um, to be serving in these days, to, to continue to see 
student ministry guys coming up that that I had a chance to that were in my student ministry. <laughs> I love that. It is a very cool thing. But what I want to focus in on today is what are those things that we really need to place an emphasis on as we come back to a more normal world? Our student ministry may need to look different. You may need to set aside some things and think, I no longer need to do that. That was crazy. Why was I doing that? Now, for those of you who are big fans of lock-ins, just stop it. Just stop it. (laughs) I, oh my goodness, I hit a point. I hit an age. You could call it that, old man disease or whatever. But I just did not want to do any more lock-ins. Now, I love activity. I love fun. But is that what student ministry is all about? I don't think it is. I don't think it should be focused in on just the fun. Now, we need to be fun. We need to be exciting and full of enthusiasm as we speak to our students and love on them and care for them. They need to know that following Jesus is something that is done with passion, that is done with excitement as we reach out and love on people. But we need to focus in on some main things. Now, I heard an old, it's an old illustration. I've used it for years. Gosh, I used it when I spoke at one of my students' graduation way back in the middle of the 90s or so. It's about a business class, and and a guy comes in, and he's teaching. He's a guest lecturer. He pulls out a jar. He sets it on a a tabletop and says, I bet you guys know what this is going to be about. And they kind of give some answers, but they're not really sure. And then he places three big rocks inside of this jar. He drops the first one in. Then he drops in another one. Then another one. They all three fit in this really big, wide-mouthed jar. Then he starts by putting in some gravel, and it goes down on the sides. Then he puts in some sand, and it fills up even more. And Then he pours in water, and inside, all the way to the top, you have sand and gravel and big rocks and water, and they're all in there together. And he starts again and says, listen, do you guys know what we're, we're trying to talk about? And again, they give some answers. They're not really sure. They mess up, and they, you know, surely you can organize your life in such a way that everybody, you can get all those things in there together. Well... They were close, but not quite on target. What he wanted to tell them and to show them was that if you didn't put those big things in first, if you didn't put the big rocks into the jar first, they weren't going to get in there. If you had poured in sand and then poured in the gravel and then poured in the water, you wouldn't have had place to put those rocks. And that's why it's important for us to understand what the most important things are for our student ministry. What are the big rocks in your student ministry? Now, I know I've had students over the years, they could say, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do as a Christian. And they can rattle off three things that I've given them. Love God, love people, make disciples. They know that's a part of the DNA of my ministry. But what I'm talking about here is, as I focus down in on student ministry specifically, what are the things that need to take priority? What do I need to do to have a successful student ministry? Now, success doesn't necessarily look like what the world thinks it should look like. In our minds, we often think of success as having, oh, I've got... 
50, 75, 100 students come in and we just jam out and have a fantastic time. It is awesome. Well, you can have those type of numbers and have zero effective ministry going on. You just have a lot of people. And the truth is that we need more than that. Our students need more than that. So what are the three big things? Well, number one, we need to focus in on God's Word. Now, individually, as ministers, as student ministry workers, God wants us to to pour ourselves into His Word, to know it. The Bible tells us over and over again that God's Word is important, that all Scripture is inspired by God. It is good for teaching and reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. Those are the type of things that we need to do. We need to learn it so that we can help equip those that are in our student ministry. So there's this personal responsibility for us to really know the Word and to grow in that Word. But then as we apply it to our student ministry, we need to make sure that that is at the heartbeat of our ministry, that it is focused in on God's Word. Now, I know some of you listening, you may not hold God's Word as in high regard as we do. Um, And that is your choice. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. But I will tell you this, that... We have to focus in on something. And I don't want to be just giving my students just a, hey, if you need to work and be a better person and love on people without showing them from God's Word what is important and why we're doing those things. When we know God's Word, when our students know God's Word, it's going to last for a lifetime. Now, the second thing that we need to really focus in on in our student ministry and needs to be at the heartbeat, needs to be one of those big rocks that I talked about, is that we need to work on relationships. Now, student ministry workers, there are a couple of different ways that we can do that. One, we invest in those that are volunteering with us. So let's say you're in a a larger group and you've got a team of volunteers. You're not going to be able to to be connected to every single student. It just, the reality is that's not going to happen. You may want to, but you're not going to be able to. I think about groups that have 100 or 150 students. Um, you know, that's hard. Now, if you got a, a group of 10 to 20, you should probably know all of those students because of relationships. But no matter your size, you want to invest in your volunteers. Those people that are serving right alongside of you, you want to make sure that they are growing in God's Word, that they are active in church, that they are um, just not struggling. And this has been a time when, when life has been tough. And it's important that we build those relationships. So I just want to encourage you there. Start with your volunteers. Invest in them. Pour into them. Ask them questions. Send them cards, notes. Uh, get them a gift if you can. You may not have the budget for that, and you may not have the the bank account for that. Uh, but there are things that you can do. A simple text. Hey, how's your day going? Can I pray for you? Those are powerful and important things. Now, the other side of this relational piece is that you need to be building relationships with your students. Again, if you have a group from 10 to 20, you should know those students. You should know what they like. You should know their names. Oh my goodness. That is incredibly important for you to know their names. I know that's always been a tough thing for me and I've had to work at it, but I need to be able to call my students by name. And if it's not their formal name, what if what are their friends call them? So learn that. 
if they're okay with it, you call them by their nickname or, or their short name or, um, you know, whatever. You need to have a relationship with these students because there are going to become moments when they're going to need that pastor in their life, that spiritual leader in their life, and you need to be ready for it. And you're laying a foundation, building upon those things, making everything ready for those moments. And so let me just encourage you, you know, God's Word is where we're focused in on. That's the core of our student ministry. That's where we teach from. That's where we lead from. Uh, We grow in it ourselves and we teach out of the overflow. Our relationships with our students and our volunteers, that's kind of how that ministry gets done. You can't do it on your own and you can't uh, just teach at students. They need more than that. They want more than that. They want a parent-type figure speaking in their life. Now, I'm not saying take over as their parent. Far from it. But what I'm saying is they want an adult. They want somebody to say, hey, you can do this. They may not be getting that at home. So how powerful are those words when you say, hey, I'm proud of you. You're making good choices. You're following Christ. Man, those, those are powerful things. Now, Again, we've talked about this need to focus in on the Word, of need to focus in on relationships. And the last one is a little bit different. It's one that I didn't think about as much until I've gotten into these last few years. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Because I always thought that student ministry was about oh, those students. Well, guess what? Those students are connected to a family. It's a, a system. You know, it's a systemic problem if there's a problem. And you need to work and to help with that entire little system that is operating. You need to love on that family. Now, that's a little bit easier when your families are connected to the church. In fact, I'd say it's a lot easier when they're connected to the church. You need to to share with them maybe articles you're reading about youth culture, uh, ways that they can disciple their students better, um, just help them. And understand your own place in this. If you are a student minister or student ministry worker who is on the younger side, don't ever try to, to come off as the expert. You can be an expert of the Word, but you are not an expert in parenting their children. And so you can share things. You can love on them. You can help them. But understand that um, they may look at you as a young kid at times, and you need to be okay with that. I've been there. I've been in that place. I remember one church saying, "Ah, you don't know what it is until you have kids. And there's a degree of truth to that. So just let me encourage you to help with family ministry. That's currently the role that I have at the church where I serve. I'm the the pastor of family ministries, and so part of my job is to help facilitate family discipleship going on. Especially during these days of the pandemic, I can't be with my students the same way that I might have been, you know, 10, 12 months ago. I just can't. We can try to be online. Nah, that just didn't work. Well, we could try to come together. Well, we have to wear masks, and then we talk, and it's just awkward and weird. You know, you may find yourself in some of those places. But the one thing I can always do is that I can send an email to a parent. I can make a call to a parent. I can text a parent. I can encourage them, send them an article, something that I've read in a way that they can better disciple their own children. And then I'm fulfilling that ministry. 
And so as we go forward into 2021, which is where we're at now, as we look even to past all this pandemic stuff, um, you know, I don't want us to fall into weird patterns, uh, fall back into, oh, it's all about the activity and the fun. Again, student ministry can and should be fun, but we need a to place an emphasis on the important things. So we need to understand what those big rocks are in our student ministry. And we need to take time to think about it. There's so many times that I haven't thought about it. I've just gone, all right, here's this activity. This is what we always do. Let's go to this. I'm going to go to this conference because we always take our students to this conference. I'm going to go to this camp because we always go to this camp. It's exhausting. And God wants more. God wants us to focus in on the important things. And that's going to take some evaluation in you looking at your own student ministry. But I can't imagine it being different at whatever place you're at. Student ministry kind of boils down to some big things. Of course, it is about Jesus Christ. There's no denying that. But as we work in our student ministries, we need to understand that it needs to be focused in on the Word, focused in on relationships, and focused in on family ministry. When we do those things, God is going to take that. He's going to bless that. He's going to point you in some great ways as you seek to honor Him with every aspect of your ministry. Student ministry is tough. I know it's hard. I know that during these past 10 to 12 months, as we've looked and we've tried to figure out what do we do next, some of us have given up. And some of you may be on the verge of doing that. I want you to think about the students that you have. I want you to think about uh, the young men and the young women that God has placed in your care. Look at them. Man, they are they're making it. They're doing their best. They're going to school in weird times. They're working hard. Let's not give up on them. Let's not just set them aside and say, well, this is just this is just too hard. Let's keep going. Let's keep serving. Let's keep loving on students. And why do we do all these things? Well, we do these because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.